PlayStation. Oh, yes, indeedy. Welcome back to another episode of the Sheep Station Cup Dynasty Podcast. Joined, as always, by the usual suspect, Pointer69. How are you, mate? Yeah. Yeah, good. Thanks, Chris. It's good, mate. Uh, guest 5K, a little bit higher definition than 4K. How are you, mate? Yeah, super high definition pain <laughs> here right now after just a dreadful week in Sheep's 1. Definitely eliminated. Was eliminated before the week even started. Thanks to <laughs> your horrible trade with Magoo. So, uh, yeah, that's that's a bit shit. But I uh, got the buy in Sheep's too, so looking forward to starting my... Run to watching the championship. shittest week in fantasy football history. Well, pretty yeah. close to it, anyway. It yeah, was look, it was not a good not a good week. No, there's like four players who did well, and they're all tight ends. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Double touchdowns for the Andrews and Kelsey owners. Happy days and, for them, uh, I guess. Hunter Henry too. Oh yes, of course. Yeah, yeah <laughs> it just seems seems like uh, all the main key players just shit the bed. Yep, and it was not fun to watch. Uh, on the sidelines um, just hoping and praying that you know Ramondre and Gaskin with these beautiful matchups can they can they save my life after that trade and it just didn't happen <laughs> thoroughly disappointing can you guess see if how good you guys are can you guess who is the number one player on the week is it Craig Reynolds Craig Reynolds no uh, Travis Kelsey it's definitely Travis Kelsey <laughs> go to the second Oh, Mark Andrews. Not Mark Andrews. Oh, really? Oh, it's Pat Mahomes? Not Pat Mahomes. Oh, no, it's Tyler Huntley. It's Tyler freaking Huntley. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's the kind of week we've had. So, yes, happy days. Also eliminated from Sheep's One for the first time in three years. Thoroughly disappointing. Thoroughly yep. disappointing. But, he uh, even without that trade, I don't reckon it would have got done. So we'll see what happens tomorrow with Coop Cup. But anyways, Porter, how are you feeling, mate? I mean, just sitting back here in um, not in the playoffs land, doing, feeling okay. Sitting in uh, your off season already, mate. Yeah, no, we got some big trades made this week. Um, we didn't get to talk about them last. They happened after last point, didn't they? Or they did. Yeah, they we did. Can, yeah, we can talk about them shortly. Just remind me at the end. Yeah, oh, that's is that a short distance away? What the end? Yeah, the end. Well, yeah, we're going to talk about them depends. shortly. Yeah. Sheep's one and ends next week. <laughs> Oh, we can talk about it now if you want. We're talking about it now. All right, yeah. I'm up to you. Yeah, let's well, talk about them now. While right. we're on the topic, why? Why not? I mean, this run might not shit really. Yeah, people might not stay till the end. <laughs> you could be right. All right, so here's what happened. All right, I I didn't think there was any chance of beating old mate Dino here with uh, escaping. Yeah, Jonathan Taylor. What did he put up? Thirty something points. And I was just like, well, I'm already on the back foot here. Might as well trade away my best players. <laughs> uh, I didn't think Kelsey and Mahomes were going to do much. Uh, so I traded them away. And I was right for three and a half quarters of the game. Yeah, for for 49 minutes. Yeah. And then I they was came out and shred- Yeah, mate, I was like, oh, beautiful. I've made the right call here. So the trade is Pat Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, and then the throw-in piece of Naheem Hines. Uh, for Kyler Murray, Michael Carter, TJ Hawkinson, a 2022 first, 2023 second, and uh, very now injured Sterling Shepard. Um, so I was kind of looking towards the future a little bit, not expecting to win this matchup at all. Uh, he also has Mark Andrews going off, doing his own things, Justin Jefferson doing his own things. So I just thought I was not a shoe in and this offer came across my little inbox, and I thought, you know what? That's pretty bloody good. 
so I took it. And to be honest, I don't really regret it. I mean, it's kind of shit that it's come down to the last game and Cooper Cup having to score, what, 11 points is probably the difference if I had kept the trade. Um, I thought he was going to wipe the floor with me. I didn't think Kelsey Mahomes were going to go anywhere near scoring 60 points like they did, but... Um, what do you do? I mean, straight away, everyone's like, oh, there's collusion, you know? The Seymour's guy, he's bloody won the trade by a country mile. But now looking back, Shepard's injured already. Kyler, who knows what happened there? Hawkinson injured. Carter, obviously, for a next year, but, you know, the 2022 first going to be late. 2023 seconds probably going to be late. Um, but, yeah, that was my thought process. What did you guys think when this came through? Apart from, oh, fucking hell. Morris has just traded Magoo the title. I mean, I didn't really think that. I, yeah, I thought it was pretty much on your side. Like, to get Kyler Murray for um, Mahomes straight up is almost not that far away, to be honest, in a, in a one-quarterback league. Mm, that's the well. thing as well, It's yeah. not two quarterbacks. So, I think, um, yeah, that part of it was pretty good. You know, you got Hawkinson back. you still got Dawson Knox. you got a first. you got a second. Um a few other little pieces. Michael Carter, you know, he's probably not going to become a a workhorse or anything at any point, but he's he's a solid running back, and I think he's got a few years of startable play in him. So mm-hmm. I thought you did pretty well. And then uh, obviously that last 10 minutes, so I'm sitting there <laughs> thinking, you know, Kelsey's got like 60 yards and, and Mahomes is on six points. And I was like, yeah. I'm, a, I'm a chance to make the, the <laughs> final here. And then, yeah, half an hour later, I'm like, well, none Shit. of my players have even played yet, and I'm already out. Like, I yeah. cannot catch this. This is stupid. No, I was sitting there, I was, I was getting messages from Magoo as well, and he's like, well, I tried my hardest to go after it, and, you know, it's failed. And then straight after that, he it's scored. About he, he, 50 he took that 69-yard reception. I was like, oh, yeah, okay, that's pretty good. You he know, played the curse. It's not going to win you the... Yeah, traded in the curse, the jinx, yeah. And I was like, oh, you know, still, you know, not the best week, and then touchdown, and then another breakaway touchdown. I was like, oh, shit. <sighs> and they were and both so bad as well. They were yeah, just... three, three players around him, and they just all watched him run past. Yeah, and the first one, the 69-yard one, he's standing, like, there's no one else in the shot on the mm-hmm. screen. He just like, he was, how is Travis Kelsey, like... The Chiefs have two plays. Give it to Tyreek Hill. Give it to Travis Kelsey. Just mark both of them, maybe. It was was absurd. Pointer, thoughts on this one, mate? Yeah, I think um, pretty good return for you. I think, I mean, the picks are probably the value you get on top of the players. Um, So I I still think probably rate Mahomes a lot higher. I think he's a big piece. Um, Even in single quarterback, and dynasty wise, I think he's the one that's going to have that consistent years um, for a long time. So I think he's probably the big piece you you lose. Kelsey's probably, I mean, if when you like this year, sort of everyone's thinking about that point of being is it the drop off years again? How many more years have you got? How many? And then next year we think about it more, so it's even less value, right? So it's probably a good time to you know take the best off you can get, yeah, and sort of you know cash out. I think the fact you returned a good young tight end, some extras, um, and, you know, an upside at quarterback. It might be a, you know, a bit of a sideways push there. One guy, one is a bit more rushing upside. The other one probably has longevity um, to him as well a bit, but it's, it's pretty pretty fair trade. I think the pieces you got thrown in extra were probably the bit that sort of makes it look a little bit more leaning to your side. All right, and then the second one. 
Um, you, as you, you were obviously in the finals as well, up against uh, the aforementioned Magoo's team. Uh, you traded away, what was it, a couple of first-round picks for Devontae Adams Moore. and Elijah Moore. Yeah, so Elijah Moore, a couple of first-round picks for Devontae Adams. Talk us through your thought process there, obviously going for it. Yeah, look, I think for me, I already had an extra first next year, so... I was sitting there with three firsts in the next two years in the playoffs, and I thought, uh, you know, what if I'm not here next year? My team's was pretty consistent at the start of the year, but was starting to some of the players like Marquise Brown and and uh, DK Metcalf starting to just tail off towards the end of the season here. Chance to, or I guess it was an excuse for me to to make a big move and and try and get a really good player, so went yep. for it. I still think Devonta Adams is going to be like he's he's been very dominant as a wide receiver. Obviously it's all with Aaron Rodgers, but you know, when the Philans have come in, he's still been a a good player. The yep. team's not the same without him. So he's he's clearly a dominant wide receiver. I think he's probably still got a couple of years left, so I'm happy to to run in with him. I often find these wide receivers that sort of have a nice run in a crap team. Um, sometimes they do that in their rookie year, right at the end. They just like come on real hot and then they just vanish. Um, so it's, it's happened to a few and that's what I'm a bit concerned about with Elijah Moore. Got him in a few places. So yeah, just, just went for it. Obviously he paid right up for Devontae Adams, but you have to if you want to play player like that. So True yeah, that. just trying to make sure I got a consistent piece in my team. Yeah, this was a commissioner trade for those playing at home. This was um, you as in, uh, and Point are making this trade. Um, Point, you got a couple of firsts from this, got a third as well by the looks of yeah. it. Yeah, I think for me, it was a point where uh, my team's probably in the, in the middle spot where if they feel they could come out and perform well, or I could be looking at uh, starting a rebuild, right? And I think mm. uh, for me, it's sort of like getting ahead of that um, and I think Adams was one player who has peak value now and potentially, um, I mean, if I try to sign him in the next season, even if he stays in the same position, like with Rogers and think he's already worth less, right? Yep. Um, so that was my thinking. I'm like, I, he's my most valuable asset. Probably one that has a little bit of a, you know, question mark. And if, if they do move on, it's, I'm not going to be, I'm sort of stuck with him because no one, He's interested in coming to buy him, I think, at that stage, right? Yeah, um, spot on. So I think I would have, well, where I would have probably preferred to have sold a running back, they just, the value wasn't there. And also replacing the running back isn't sort of there. So it's harder to give it up. But I think the wide receiver's position is a little bit easier to fill with, hopefully. So, and I've got some receivers and I've got Elijah Moore. Hopefully they could fill some spots. It probably knocks me back out of having that elite wide receiver one category. But, um, potentially gives me a chance to sort of retool a little bit for next season and if that doesn't work out it gives me the opportunity I think to have you know some already have some capital in the drafts to to begin with hmm. yeah it looks you're looking at it in vacuum it's pretty well straight up what you would expect to pay for Adam so I don't think anyone was robbed I don't think you overpaid it was probably just premium price and um, you know it's going to help your team Peter more than it's obviously going to hinder it getting a bit of depth and some youth, et cetera, et cetera. So yeah, look, two big, big trades. Um, they were made like within minutes of each other as well. So that was that was quite exciting. I actually um, that's probably by plan, but for the people that were missing out on this, 
I um had sent Pete a message because he'd added the third in there um, originally in the trade. I can't remember what it was. Maybe we were swapping thirds. And I, I'd sent him a message, would you give me a fourth back? And I was going to wait for him to respond. And then as soon as Magoo's trade went through, I was like, ah, fuck it. I'll just hit accept straight <laughs> after it just to just for the drama. So, yeah, yeah like, that's what happened. And, he, and here I was sitting there thinking at the time, like, because I had... I'd been privy to there. There was another negotiation on the side. Um, mm-hmm. And it was sort of like, is this one of those positions where if one of the trades goes through, it could scare the other the other one off? Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and I was sort of like, when I was hoping, I was a little bit hoping that you'd counter, Chris, so that I had the power to yeah. um, accept the trade. Um, and that might mean... And, well, me and Moz were talking, right? And we were both thinking, like, oh, if we get these trades to go through, like, if one of them goes through, does the other one... And it probably might have been Magoo more likely to be scared off from making his trade if there's another big move made. So, yeah, it actually worked out pretty good. Yeah. No, it's a bit of fun. Um, and it's it's probably almost one one of these blokes a league, maybe. So we'll see what happens next week. But, um, yep, good fun. Always good fun. All right, any other trades that come through for you guys uh, listening, please send them through. We can have a little bit of an analyze. Obviously, don't just send the trade, send your team through too, so we can know a little little bit of context. Um, That always helps. So hit us up on socials, Instagram, Twitter, Sheepstation Dynasty Pod. Hit us up. Uh, Your beer might be a little bit cold. Who is doing this beer review of the week? That was was a good crack. Might be a little bit warm. That's still... I I put it in a stubby holder just to keep it going. Oh, nice, nice, nice. Play on. All yours, mate. You was bitched again, what? Oh, yeah. So I've got um, Wayward Brewery is the brewery, and the name of the beer is that the Hazy Mid. ABV is 3.5, so it's one standard drink, 375ml can. Um, is this your weakest beer in a long time, mate? Yeah, I was just, you know... It's a Tuesday, a, not a Wednesday. Going for a change-up. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, it's too early in the week for a heavy beer. It's it's orange and yellow, very, um, you know, probably sunset sort of. Colour. It's got a guy fishing and some palm trees on the side, sort of in the in the background of the can. Um, the always the hardest pick. This is the hardest part. Be giving a a player comparisons this pick. I don't know. I'll give me I'll give you some flavour notes. It's a nice looking can, actually. I just mm. quickly googled it. I always like to look at and see what it looks like for context. Yeah, yeah, it's well, a little it's bit a good brewery. Say so if you're a little, a little tropical. Tropical. Hence the palm trees, you reckon? Yeah. Not sure. It's it's nice and easy. Um, sits well. Good uh, session session beer, I'd say. How does it compare to Captain Sensible, Pete? Oh, I think it's a bit better than Captain Sensible. Oh, nice. I still have ours. I'm pretty. Yeah, I, I'm a big fan of the uh, the sort of session ales and and how they uh, just let you sort of when you're camping not get too pissed and and you can drink them all day <laughs> kind of thing. Um, so yeah, Captain Sensible has been a go-to for Pete and I for a little while, and uh, I'm a big fan of hazy IPAs as well. So yeah, I was pretty it's a bit, it's a bit lighter than you know. Yeah. Captain Sensible is still a little bit heavy. It's a bit lighter than that. Uh, Would I drink it, Pete? You might be able to drink it. Yeah, you might like it. it might not be your, your favourite. It's not quite four um, X summer. It's, it's, it's a bit closer. I got a bit of Forex summer right now next to me. Actually, it's just in my water bottle, hence and it's water. <laughs> All right. So, so what? Are, what? Are, what's yeah. the pick worth? What's the pick worth? Oh, the pick. This is a. This is an early second round pick, I think. Early second, okay. So player comparison. Ah, uh, player comparison. That's tough. I think 
What's going for an early second at the moment? Have you seen any trades? Not for a while, actually. No. Early second. Let's like a uh, uh, Rondale Moore what kind about of like, region or like a... Um, it's going to have like a bit more production. A, re- a reliable production receiver, so like your Hunter Renfro's and your... Who else is... Who's who's the other one that's been Hunter Renfro light recently? Just Tim Amon Patrick. St. Brown, maybe? Yeah. Tim Patrick. Oh, Tim Patrick. Tim, oh, you yeah, know, Tim Patrick's a good, a good one because he's got the orange. With the orange. Well. Yeah, 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 that's exactly it. Yep. <laughs> God, it's always good when you nail that right at the end there, hey? Yeah. Yep. Good fun. Would you pay? Right. Would you pay an early second for Tim Patrick? Oh. He's a he's a player that's just I think really performed really well, and it's that question of like who is the wide receiver one in the Denver Broncos at the moment? Is it Tim Patrick or is it just like before it was like oh Tim Patrick's getting the you know, the lesser corner and they're just, you know, taking the the matchup yeah, they yeah. like, right? And he's and he's just performed so well, he's so reliable, but I think he's seems to be Teddy's go to guy, but Yeah, look, he's kinda of hitting miss. They paid him was, as well, right? He was real yeah, they did, yeah. He was real consistent at the start of the year. He was putting up like what, ten points every week. And mm. and you'd probably pay a second for that, but then he kind of like plummeted. I almost down did to did pay three ones. A second for him earlier in the year in cheaps too, but then I don't know. He had a bad game. I didn't do it. Yeah, he's, he had he's, a bad game. <laughs> at the moment, he's the only wide receiver from the Broncos that can catch a touchdown. So I mean, <laughs> yep. if it's not the running backs or the tight end, it's him. So I don't know. I think they're in a. He's close to an early, uh, an early, maybe a late second. You'd pay for it. Yeah, a late so, second. Yeah, fair enough. All right. Well, let's uh, get into the regulars here. Rookie of the week. Um, obviously, there's still a game tomorrow, but unless. I don't even know if there's any rookies playing tomorrow. Two games tomorrow. Two games tomorrow. Who else? Oh, yeah, the, uh, the, the football team and the somethings. Yeah, two games tomorrow. Um, unless some rookies <laughs> absolutely ball out. These probably won't change that much. But uh, i tell you what, it was not a fun week for the usual suspects. Um, I've got a few notes here just of a couple of these players that, you know, you expected to do a whole bunch and did nothing. So feel free to just throw in some, some tidbits here or there. But um, going into the week... You hear uh, Damien Harris is down, Ramondo Stevens and Wick. Uh, you think he's going to be the guy, right? Had all the opportunity. And then they went down like 14 nil straight away. And I was like, well, there goes that. And 10 carries, 36 yards, one catch for four yards. He ended up with 4.5 fantasy points. And uh, that's real shit. Um, I thought he had all of the opportunity to have another breakout week, but uh, failed miserably. So happy days. Najee Harris, mate, your uh, contracted player, Peter. 12 carries, 18 yards. Two receptions, five targets, eight yards, 3.8 fantasy points. If you had him going into playoffs, he's well and truly shit the bed for your contract, mate. So are you going to mention him later? or You almost did, right? Is anyone yeah. even listening to me? No, no he's... he's, 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 um, he's oh, I'm back, sorry. calling uh, his shots. He's calling yeah, his shots you. for the, the rookie. No, I think... Oh, for tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, have, we like not, have you not seen this coming? We've all been saying it, right? We've been saying it every time. Like, he gets a lot of carries for not great... Yards for carry, right? They really shut him down. Yep. And it, and you can see, like, oh, it didn't. Finally, it's. It just didn't happen. Doesn't have the receptions that, you know, lifted up with the touchdown. So, I mean, this is always coming, and now it has happened. It's just ironic that it's in the in the fantasy playoffs, and he probably was a player that really got you there. Yeah, yeah, and you know, somehow the Steelers won that game. Um, but anyways, uh, Michael Carter, you here during the week, coming off the injury, he's going to have a significant role. Significant role turned into eight carries for 18 yards and one catch for two yards. So that's very disappointing, but I suppose probably hoping that he had better options going into the finals. Um, Rashad Bateman, another one. 
This one's a little bit interesting because he was on the field a lot, 93% of the snaps. Um, had two targets, one catch, five yards. So that sucks. He had a couple of good weeks coming into this. So you're kind of maybe thinking you could rely on him, but um, once again, hopefully you've got better options than that. And then this one was a biggie. Jamar Chase got a lot of people into playoff mode. Um, and then he comes out on playoff week and gets one catch for three yards. Uh, has four targets. So he had 0.8 of a fantasy point. So that is uh, shit. Um, do you reckon down by... Um, if you played... Yeah, yeah, luckily, if you played him, um, you probably had someone that also sucked in your team and uh, <laughs> just made up for it, so it didn't matter. Yeah. Um, do you reckon he's the rookie of the year still, or you know? Or our rookie of the year is what I'm saying here? Not no, I think year. that Najee Harris might be our rookie of the year just because he's got consistently a couple of points here and there, whereas mm-hmm. Jamar Chase has more threes. I don't know. It's It's hard to know. Um, yeah. Even even looking at the spreadsheet, I have no idea. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, yeah, look, it's going to be an interesting end of the season. I think got a couple more weeks left. So, and then um, look, Justin Fields. He's kind of I just put him on here because his stats are okay. Twenty six from thirty nine for two eighty five. Uh, late touchdown. He had seven rushes, thirty five yards. So he's still got that floor. I just wanted to bring him up and and see how you Pete. You were the the Justin Fields kind of guy in the off season coming into the league, right? You, you were kind of getting him where you could, if um, if my memory serves correct. Yeah, yeah. How are you feeling about him now? Oh, I mean, there's times you look at him and, he, and you think he looks really good. Like, he make, there was one drive he made, heaps of throws that just, you know, look like a top-notch quarterback. And then there's times when they they try... Oh, it's often when they try it on, like, a key play, like a, a third and short or a fourth and short. They, they try this silly move out of the pocket, but... No one gets open, and he and he's not looking to. He's not really looking to run. Like he's not making any ground trying to run the ball. It's like he's trying to escape the pocket so he can run the ball if he can't throw. But they have a spy on him, and they just shut him down. Like I think talent-wise, you can still see it's there. It's just mentally and game script-wise, I don't think they're really completely setting up for success. Uh, that team. Matt Nagy is gone. Could be. There's no risk in their game plan with him, right? They they want to send him out there and and not fail instead of sending him out there and and win. Yeah, like let him like I think the Bears think they're better than they are, right? They do have some good players on defense, and you saw that uh, today. But they but also like, are a long way from four and competing. eleven. Like just yeah, what's the worst that could happen? You finish four and thirteen. Like who cares? Just yeah. let him lose. Yeah, well, he he does look good in some stages. There's a few, a couple of plays today. Just you know, he rolls rolls out and then throwing on the run, and he makes some good throws. But then there's just some other plays that are just very, very ordinary in, indeed. And you can obviously he's still got a long way to go, and the, the team as a whole needs to improve. But um, you can see little glimpses of what he can be, right? And that's that's what you need to see, especially in dynasty leagues as well. If you if you've got him. Um, there is still a little bit of hope because he, he, he can do a fair bit. But uh, I tell you what, he looked better than that um, Kirk Cousins throw that I sent you on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. Just no one within 40 yards. Except was it better than the Pat Mahomes throw? <laughs> uh, I honestly, uh, the Pat Mahomes throw was an incompletion, <laughs> which is one <laughs> thing true. better than this Kirk Cousins throw. I don't even know what he was looking at. It's like he forgot he was on the Vikings and he thought he was on the Bears or something. It was outrageous. Thought they were in their white unis or something. I don't know. It's strange. But anyways, let's actually get into rookies of the week. Hughes, you can start us off here, mate. Let's go. Yeah, I think you've got to have St. Brown as your three points this week. Um, just dismantled the Cardinals. Um, they've been real strong against 
particularly number one run receivers, which he'd sort of been their last couple of weeks, and he was excellent again. So, yeah, got to get him in at three. Javante just, Williams, just for um, slowly taking over. So, 59% of the snaps this week, which was, which was nice, and he just, yeah, he just looks better and better every week. Yeah. And I had Mac Jones who, yeah, put up 17 points just quietly. Um, it's probably a top five quarterback this week, to be honest. And, um, yeah, not the game script I expected for that game, but um, he threw a lot. He threw at least two touchdowns. It's a pretty solid game. Yeah, I um, just didn't put uh, Mac Jones in there. A couple of interceptions. Just kind of fell behind pretty early. Um Struggled to catch up, obviously. Couldn't catch up, couldn't keep up. Um, so that's why I didn't put him on there. But just going to Amon Ray, uh, Amon Ra St. Brown, slow down Simons. Uh, yeah, look, as I said, start or midway through this year, if you, couldn't get the, if you could get this guy, go and get him. It's going to be too late now. Eight catches, 11 targets, 90 yards, touchdown. Gets a little rush here or there. Uh, obviously, he was swift out. That's probably why. Um, but, man, yeah, I like this guy. He looks very, very, very good. Uh, getting a lot of volume as well and doing a lot with it. Uh, if you watch him passes the eye test, he's definitely the better St. Brown, that's for sure. He's shown <laughs> up equidemius already, um, so good on him. But uh, Poyta, get into yours, mate. Yeah, I stuck with um, the consensus here with St. Brown for number three. Um, Explain to me your number two here, mate, just oh, um, If you look at the, the two, there's not a lot of... Um, there's no real solid performance there, so I'm going with the, the guy that hasn't played a game yet, and with Devonta Smith. I think he's got a great <laughs> chance of uh, cracking... Cracking this, I think, like, <laughs> opportunity-wise, he just has to catch a ball when he's probably nearly there. <laughs> it's going to be interesting now. You've put the mocker on him, I reckon. Uh, oh, what, what is, what's what's his stat line? Look, who? What do you, you want me to give you his stat line? Yeah, yeah go on. All right. Um, Six for 77 and a touchdown. Nah, I'm going to go two touchdowns, but I was thinking oh, six. Wow. You think Jalen Hurts is going to throw the ball that much against Washington with no quarterback? How do you? I'm going for it. <laughs> You're going for it. Two touchdowns. Look, he needs to score 9.8 points to get in the top 10 yeah. for rookies this week. <laughs> uh, two of those rookies are kickers in the top 10. Uh, we have two, four, five quarterbacks, one wide receiver, one running back. So, honestly, it wouldn't be hard to break the top 10 yeah, this week. And that's, that's, speaking of kickers, I had um, Riley Patterson in as my um, number one. I think... 14 points from your kick is a really good performance and something you, you know, give kickers some, some respect or respects to you. Um, that's that could be a 13 maker. points to this week. Um, yeah, but that's one mentions. less than... <laughs> it is. Good math. Good math. <laughs> uh, I love it. Yeah, three three extra points, three field goals, 40 points total, uh, half the points for the... Somehow the Lions beat the Cardinals. Don't even get me started on that. You... Shut up, you did. All right, so mine were Amon Rice and Brown. Uh, Javante Williams, as we said, just looked like a banger. Um, did you see that play where he was, like, trucking the guy and then just kind of, like, as he was going out, just staring so into his eyes? Yeah, it's yeah. just great. Uh, and I gave Davis Mills a, a point this week, actually. Um, I actually think he's not a not a terrible quarterback. Um, his stat line wasn't superb. I mean, it was 19 from 30 for 209, two touchdowns. He had an interception in there as well. But actually controlled this game pretty well. Um, beat the Jacksonville Jaguars. Obviously, it's not a stellar competition. But it's it's a couple of games in a row where he's he's, he's done the job pretty nicely. Um, week before that, 33 from 49 for 333 and 1. He's had multiple 300-yard games, multiple dual touchdown performances as well. So uh, I, I think this guy 
might actually be a, a decent player. So, you know, even if he's just a backup for the rest of his career, at least he is a solid backup. Um, so, yeah, that's my one point uh, for this week. So, anything else on those boys? Any honourable mentions? Nah, it's hard to have an honourable mention this week. There's, there's not oh. a lot of strong performances. Yeah. Yeah, Tyler Wallace took his first catch of the year. So, um, oh, that's yeah, beautiful. He's probably him. worth a first for a couple of people now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Brian Edwards scored a touchdown, so he's back to three firsts. Um, yep. Definitely. Not a rookie, but yeah. Um, what's he, What was his name in the Vikings dude today? It's a real oh, mouthful. Uh, him, uh, Smith Marset or something took his first Marcet, touchdown catch. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, good on him. He had so a solid game, he, yeah. He can get an honorable mention. Uh, but didn't play many snaps. I'm pretty sure it was like 20% of the snaps or something. So, uh, what? No, snap percentage isn't there. I thought it was seven, but that's how many fantasy points he had. So good on him. All right, let's get into our main segment here. Fair way into it, but uh, this is our kind of favourite time of the year. We've we've done this segment once before and got some pretty good feedback here, and uh, we're going to do it again. And uh, that is the Christmas movie comparisons. So player to Christmas could be team, could be coach, whatever you floats your boat. Christmas movie comparisons uh, always a bit of fun. Essentially trying to pick a player in the NFL, match them up with a Christmas movie. Could be plot, could be character, could be just overall quality of movie. Um, and yeah, I'm gonna we're gonna keep them secret. Well, we have kept them secret, and we're gonna play a little game here. Let's see who can uh, who can guess each one each one's uh, Christmas movie comparison. So who wants to Ooh. go first? You want me to go first? Yeah, you go first. I'll go first. I found a good stat for this one, and uh, it's uh, it turned me on a little bit. But um, first of all, can I just have some clarification? Is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Oh, I've got it as one of my comps, so yep, I'm in. Okay. Poida, is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Yeah, yeah, I'm, I, I think so. I'm strongly in the camp that it's not, but I'm going to use it as a Christmas movie this week. All right. Shits and giggles. Do you think that a non-Christmas movie could be made into a children's Christmas book? <laughs> uh, yeah, that's right. We had this conversation last night, and you've got the book, right? Yeah, I bought it for my dad for Christmas last year. <laughs> Last year, you did. Well, it's yeah, like five years, years ago, ago we did yeah, this. Five years ago, whenever we did it. <laughs> yeah, well, that was ancient. This is an ancient bring it back out of the vault kind of uh, yeah. segment here. But all right, yeah, you're right. Okay, let's call it a Christmas movie. Done. All right, so John McClane, he's the main character, right? Yep. How many people did he kill in that movie? Do you reckon? Oh, uh, fourteen. Have a stab. That's pretty close, actually. Pete, any guesses? Uh, eight. Ten. Okay, so he killed 10 people. I just had, a little, had to check this. Now, the bloke that I'm comparing him with has literally killed you in 10 weeks of this fantasy year. Uh, <laughs> you drafted him very, very highly. Obviously, this is a movie that everybody loves, Die Hard. If you don't love Die Hard, then walk away. Uh, stop listening to the podcast. No, actually, don't stop listening to the podcast. We need as much as we can. Um, yeah, so 10, 10 blokes that John McClane killed, uh, and this player has killed you on 10 weeks of fantasy. And this is a very, very early drafted player. So who do you reckon it is? Oh, God, it has to be someone obvious, but... Super obvious. CMC? It is CMC. Congratulations, Pointer. Uh, absolutely ruined you through injury, drafting in pretty much, what, 101 in a lot of leagues, uh, in yep. redraft Trade, leagues. Trading say to first for him, for example. Yep. And he has killed you. He has essentially made your team die hard. So that's what uh, my first movie comparison is. Play on who wants to go next. Yours? Yeah. Um, do you want me to do my Die Hard then? Yeah, go. Let's go. Yeah, so let's go. Die Hard. Um, so one of the things, again, John McClane, uh, he, uh, the scene I'm picturing is where he's just like crawling through the broken glass and yep. he's just uh, muttering to himself. And yeah, so this my player, um, he just seems to just bounce through everything um, and uh, he just 
yeah, won't be knocked down. Um, indestructible, always comes out on top. So a bit of a rookie theme as well. Any guesses? Javante Williams. Yeah, Javante Williams. So, yep, uh, <laughs> he's my John McLean for the year. I like it. We're making these too uh, too easy. Yeah. At the moment, two from two, it's pretty disappointing. <laughs> but yeah, look, I like the comparison. He's probably, you know, the, a lot of people say well, this is one of the best Christmas movies. This is Die Hard. Uh, he's one of the best rookies, right? So that that matches. Pointer, give us one, mate. Well, look, I slightly did mine. I guess a little bit different. Um, I don't have like a a riddle entry, but um, I'm going to read you the <laughs> what, what I call it, like the the plot from the movie, and I've adapted it to you know some interactions that happened this week within the league. Oh, okay. You ready? So after his coach uh, Sean Payton catches COVID before a divisional matchup on Sunday Night Football, tight end slash quarterback Taysom Hill awakens to a coachless Superdome. But his excitement sours when he realizes that two conmen, Tom Brady and Bruce Arians, plan to rob the Saints of a win, and that he alone must protect the Superdome. <laughs> uh, what's the movie? <laughs> hey, what's the, what's the movie? It's Home oh, Alone. Shit. Yeah, it's yeah, definitely Home Alone. Yeah, okay. Now I'm with you. I'm with you. It was to why it took you so long <laughs> for this episode. <laughs> Writing a little bloody movie synopsis. Yeah, that's exactly what I had to do. I like it. All right, buy me some time. I'll add in my next one. Yeah, Chris Morris, you're <laughs> up. <laughs> all right. Okay, first of all, first question. Has anyone actually seen the movie Christmas Chronicles? No. Yes. Okay, so it's a Netflix film. Going yep. in, I was like... Oh, oh I have seen this. Yeah. I was like, oh, geez. It's a Netflix film. Most Netflix films are pretty ordinary, right? Recently, some improvements have been made as the budget seems to be getting... Uh, almost infinity but back when this came out I was like oh shit here we go this is going to be a shocker but you chuck it on something to watch and it turns out it's a bloody good movie it's actually my favourite Christmas movie now uh, by a country mile absolutely love it 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 essentially explains Santa Claus and how it works Uh, so if if your kids are starting to think oh Santa's not real send them to this movie because it'll explain exactly how Santa gets around the world and gets to everybody's house it's it's an outstanding thing Uh, so I was leading in I was thinking oh this is going to be very very ordinary but it turns out it was very very good who is the player comparison this one is a little bit trickier Mm, this one Mm. is a little bit trickier um, so could be a lot of players here yeah there's there's been lots of players that have surprised and just think it's a new movie Newish movie. Yeah, so... Oh, okay. All right, Mac Jones. Not Mac Jones. Fuck. Uh, well, some, this person would probably help you. You know, it makes your Christmas fantastic. Who else made your fantasy team fantastic on occasion? No, I've got nothing. Riveting listening. Oh, Patriots <laughs> defense? No, let's think of a running back that is of the rookie version who you thought there's probably a better one in line Michael and then Carter. all of a sudden he comes in know. and shreds it. Oh, Elijah Mitchell. Elijah Mitchell, that's the one. Ah, uh, nice. Yes, Elijah Mitchell was my. I forgot about him. Oh, this guy's probably not going to be very good. Just draft him, and bam, lead running back, Elijah Mitchell. And he's this is dead set. If you haven't watched Christmas Chronicles, go do it. It's fantastic. Well, I like it anyway. All right, my All next right. one. Um, go. I'm going with Elf. Uh, just <laughs> the unbelievable enthusiasm that uh, he has. Even when everything is kind of a bit shit oh, around him, um, I know it already. Yeah, Ooh. so uh, he's just just in there doing a bit of everything all the time while the the world's burning around him. Any, any guesses? 
Oh, no, it's, more, sure. it's more early season, yeah. Najee Harris, where he's he's sort of got forty carries. <laughs> and the, he's he's got 110 yards and 40 carries, and the Steelers have 125 yards somehow. And uh, yeah, that that's. I thought you that, might have said Dan Campbell thing. for a little while. That's why I was. I was going Dan Campbell. He's well, always that, super uh, energetic. Here. Yeah, I was thinking of Dan Campbell originally around. until I went to the rookie, um, <laughs> the the rookies only sort of thing. So yep. Yeah, right. I like it. All right. Uh, point of view, you got your next one ready, or do you want me to go again? You've yeah, got a lot, so go. you go again. Um, you've, seen, you've seen the movie Bad Santa? Bad Santa, I have seen Bad Santa, yes. Yeah, like, you know, the, the Santa who's like a, a drunk and living yep. sort of, you know, a bit ragged. Um, it's Billy Bob Thorne, yeah? It doesn't, it doesn't really look too reliable uh, coming into the, you know, maybe the off-season, but um, once he once he gets out there, starts a bit rough, but by the time he hits Christmas, he's... Um, you know, he's doing all the good things and, you know, being a real leader of the team. Oh, dear. This one, um, maybe look at the, the... Who does he look like, Billy Bob, a little bit, you know, raggedy, maybe <laughs> if you give him a bit longer hair. Aaron Rodgers. Yes, Aaron Rodgers. Very <laughs> good. Now he's a bit, bit of a bad, bad man. Like, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, that's that's a good one. I like that. Um, yeah, like definitely. It. Got bad. Start stuff. of the year, you were thinking, "Oh Jesus, look at where this could end up anywhere, right?" When after they lost to the Saints that first week, it looked like it, didn't it? Yeah, too right, too right. But yes, and gets to December and he's shredding, there. right? Yep. Yeah, fire. I remember that. <laughs> All right, I'm going to give you a softball. Oh, yep. sorry. Wait, I forgot to say, say the bad Santa also hurt his toe in the movie. Um, that was the <laughs> that was the big clue that I missed. <laughs> yeah, that wouldn't have helped. I won't lie to you. <laughs> Uh, all right, I'll give you a softball. Everyone likes National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation or whatever it's called, yes? Yep. Everyone's watched it. Of course. All reliable. It comes on. It still makes you laugh. It's a fantastic movie. You watch it every year. It's 40 years old, and it's still worth watching. Who's the uh, player? Yeah, it's Tom Brady. Tom Brady, nice softball for you. Nice and easy. <laughs> yeah, all right. <laughs> uh, my Bring last one, I've got the, the Santa Claus. Um, yep. So, I think for me, when he when he first sort of starts to become Santa Claus, doesn't really want to be there. Um, it's uh, not the best situation for him. Um, but then, as the season goes on, he starts to get a bit more involved, and uh, he really he really excels in the role once once he moves on. So, um, yeah. With the, with the rookie theme, I think it could be a lot of rookies because uh, most rookies sort of start to come on a bit later, but uh, not many had Doesn't really a want to be there. shitter situation as this guy. Sounds like a Justin Fields. Ooh, no, not, not no. there. Oh, damn, that's the first one I got wrong. But it's, that's, a, that's a pretty good good guess. Oh, no. Um, worse situation than Justin Fields. Oh, <laughs> Trevor Lawrence, maybe? Um. <laughs> Yeah, it could also be Trevor Lawrence. I've gone with Elijah Moore. The Jets were just this, this oh. terrible, terrible oh, situation. Didn't even get to keep guessing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and he's he's really once he's um he's really worked himself into the the role he was meant to be in. Um, he's really excelled. Unfortunately, he just hurt himself like uh, mm. Tim Allen falling over on his back on the roof. <laughs> I like it. I like it. I also have a Santa Claus one, uh, mainly because it's easily the best Christmas movie 
by a country mile. Wait, yeah. wait, wait, wait. What about Christmas Chronicles? No, it's, my, just, it's my favourite one. It's not ah. one. Yeah, nailed it. Good save thing. Look, <laughs> those two are equal, I reckon. Uh, but yeah, look, had someone in front of him previously, is now the number one. Go. <laughs> it's another softball. Had someone in front of him, but now he's the number one. Literally the number one. You were drafting maybe someone a little bit ahead of him in two situations this year in a redraft league and probably a lot of the time in a rookie draft. And now he's the number one. The is best Christmas Jonathan movie. Jonathan Taylor. It is Jonathan Taylor. Oh, yeah. Good. He's easily the best player in fantasy right now, right? Dynasty 101 had Christian yeah. McCaffrey ahead of him at the start of this year. A lot of people were taking Clyde over to Lair over him in uh, a lot of drafts. Um, I definitely was on that bandwagon regarding oh, that action immediately. I wanted um, it so bad. I wanted Dino to take Clyde Edwards Lair. And yeah, look, he's definitely now the number one. Um, best Christmas movie goes to the best player. Pretty yep. you got any more, mate? Or is Pudovan still there? Am I am I just not, not hearing or <laughs> I've got one more. Oh yeah, you go. I don't know if Peter can hear us, but he seems to be either on delay or Something's going on. Point us. Oh, I can hear right him fine. So, so just carry on. Yep, nothing. Okay, so uh, this next one, you look at the cast of the movie, and you think, "Oh yeah, here we go. We've got Tim Allen. We've got Jamie Lee Curtis. You know, not a bad actress. Dan Aykroyd. Once again, that's that's a trio of of movie of of, of actors. You think, okay, I could get a, a decent movie out of this. Then you watch Christmas with the Cranks. Has anyone watched Christmas with the Cranks? Oh, probably. Oh, it's horrendous. It's ranked as like the second lowest movie of all time on, or Christmas movie of all time on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, so going into it, I thought, okay, this this movie, it's going to be good. And it turns out to be the shittest thing in the world. Right? So that's my, my clue for you. Um, so you're going in thinking it's going to be good. Yeah, you've got a great situation. You've got great actors. And then the movie shits the bed. Yeah, right. Yeah, so are right. we we a quarterback here then? We're not a quarterback. Oh. Once again, um, think this year's rookies. Oh, rookies. I missed that little I bit. I didn't say that until now. I just wanted to see if you can get it. Um, good, good, good coach. Good team. Good enough quarterback. Good players around him. Good situation. Comes in, could be the workhorse. Shits the bed. Oh, is it just uh, old mate from San Francisco that nobody remembers the name of? <laughs> it is old mate from San Francisco that nobody remembers the name of Trey fucking Sermon. <laughs> yes, he is my player there. Could have just been the absolute guy. Gets into training camp, does absolutely nothing. Elijah Mitchell comes in, tears it up, and now you can't even sell this guy for a fourth round pick. So happy days. Nope. Trey my Sermon is the worst. better than him. Yep, is the worst Christmas movie of all time is Trey Sermon. Sorry, mate. But you've just let me down in many, many leagues. You <laughs> suck a big fat one. Serm off my team. Get it? All right. Point, are you back, mate? Yeah, yeah, I'm back. I'm back. Beautiful. Got you loud and clear. All right. Anyone else got any Christmas movies or uh, anything else they want to talk about? Did we do uh, everything? Do we want uh, to do the Fantasy Feud? Or we could no? do the Fantasy Feud. This is a, a, an yeah. episode before Christmas. Give everyone at home a bit of fun. They can play along. It's a game night. 
Yeah. Tuesday night game night. What do you reckon? Yep. Uh, All right. do, you want, do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? Oh, look, you can go first. I've spoken enough. Yeah, cool. All right. <laughs> let's find Point them out, let's first. Go, me versus you. We've got the five answers on the board and we've yep. got uh, reception leaders in the NFL. Reception leaders? Yes. Uh, names as buzzers or? Yeah. Reception leaders. Chris, I will go with Jalen Waddle. Just a bit out of the box. And uh, no, he's not on the list. Uh, Pete. <laughs> Peter. Uh, Cooper Cup. Yep. Uh, so yes, obvious. that's number one. Uh, yeah. Pass or play? Oh, it looks like because you're definitely going to pass. Jalen Waddle, he, um, he doesn't <laughs> want to play it, so I'm going to pass it to him. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! He's just uh, got to get four four players here with. Uh, so wide yeah. receivers leading in receptions. No, with, just reception just leaders. Reception. Oh, so it could be a running back, but it's probably not. Could be a running back. Could be a tight end. Could be. Right, Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill is the number two answer. So Cooper Cup has 113 receptions. Tyreek Hill 102. 102. Wow. Uh, Devontae Adams has to be up there. Devontae Adams is number four. Ding, ding, ding. He's got 96 receptions. How many are we doing here? Five. So you just got two more to get. Top five. Lots of receptions. If you get them, I'll add two more. <laughs> um, hmm. Hunter Renfro gets a lot of targets. I'll guess Hunter Renfro. He is equal sixth. Ooh, okay. Hang on, what, how many are we doing? Top five. Top five, yeah. He should have broken in today, Australia. but he only had three three. Um, that's receptions today, yeah. So that's one strike? Yep, one strike. Shit. Uh, can you put a list up? I can't even remember who's... who's Cooper Cup, Cup, number one. Tyreek Hill, number two. Devontae Adams, number four. So I'm missing number three. Yes. Ooh. Uh, lots of targets, reception. Chris Godwin. Chris Godwin is number four, 98 reception. I guess I thought he might have been a bit lower, actually. Yeah, so did I. I was surprised to see him that high. Uh, Justin Jefferson? Justin Jefferson is also tied in sixth on 89 receptions. So those two had bad games today and didn't break back into the the top five. So that's two strikes. Yep. Shit, eh? Um, Lots of receptions, lots of receptions. So you'd, you'd think, like, you know, CeeDee Lamb would have a lot, but I don't think he's had as many as you would hope. Like, Stephon Diggs, probably not as many as you would hope. Jeez. Oh, I'm going to be running out of time here, I reckon. Um, yep. Uh, reception, reception. Deontay? Did I say Deontay Johnson? Deontay Johnson, I think, he is seventh. Catch ten balls and, oh, so you've, you've just missed there. I think he had 85 or 86 receptions. So three Filthy. strikes. Pete with the steal, the number Filthy. five in receptions. Oh. oh, this is tough. I'm thinking Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen is bang on. He's <laughs> done you, it. He's got the steal. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. <laughs> What's the numbers? What's he looking like? 92. He's was, got... ja- was, was Jalen Waddle like, close? I think Jalen Waddle so was like about 85 as oh, wow. well. Oh, so wow. He was up there too. Memory. He, was, he was pretty so you pick, close. At least when you missed Moz, you were only just off. I was just picking players that I know you... get like 10 receptions for 40 yards every week. Yeah. Jalen Waddle seems to get 10 receptions for 40 yards every week. So He does. Um, All right, what's the other one? All right, I've got one. Are we ready? This is average snap percentage at the running back position. Top five answers on the board. 
Oh yeah, and here you go. Just just for your little um, benefit, you yep. you guessed Hunter Renfro, Justin Jefferson, Jalen Wandle, Deontay Johnson. They've got 89, 89, 86, 86, and then the next four wide receivers oh, yeah, good. on the list. So I wasn't I wasn't far <laughs> off at least. That's good. <laughs> Spewing. Just zero. Keenan Allen. Allen how, did I, how did I forget Keenan Allen? God damn it. <laughs> far out. All right. Uh, so that's a top five answers on the board. Average snap percentage at the running back position. Let's go. Najee Harris. That is number one. Christopher Ewers, pass or play? I will. This is average snap percentage. Average snap percentage. Yep. Does that mean like if you Jeez. didn't play the game? How many games? You have been yeah. injured. You are not on this list and it's just play, games played. <laughs> so so you still... You still count if you are injured or not? I, I sorry, I you still play. count if if you've played five games and your average is seventy five percent, you'd still be seventy five percent. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I'm gonna let Pete play this as well. Ooh, I have no okay. idea. Playing for nothing and we're passing it. <laughs> oh, I just want to get the steal. Right, I think no, I got a no, better no. chance. So <laughs> Najee Harris is number one, top five. Let's go. Okay. Sorry, Christian McCaffrey. Christian McCaffrey is not on the list. Oh. Ooh. <laughs> good. Good pass, US. <laughs> Uh, not on the list. Okay, he right. would be sitting. I don't even know where he is. Jesus Christ! Maybe it isn't him. Hang on. Maybe he doesn't qualify. Hasn't played enough games. Yeah, maybe. I'm just going off sleeper snap percentages, by the okay. way. So let's see how um, accurate they are. But he's right, right, let's, apparently. Let's which go is bizarre. Forty six percent. Sorry, forty six percent of the snaps. So that's outrageous. Uh, JT is not on the top five. He had some low snap percentages at the he start of the year. He is at six, Hines. sitting at uh, 67%. And just for those playing at home, Najee Harris is at 85% snaps, apparently. He, he was a the of only one I was sure of. <laughs> so Najee Harris, 85%. Uh, Jonathan Taylor, according to Sleeper, 67%. So give me oh, the other that, four. That's that, one strike. Oh, Jesus. This is tough. I'm pretty much, I'm pretty much screwed. I, I just have to pick which bullet I want to go with. <laughs> Go out. Of... What team? <laughs> running backs play a lot. Yeah, only four. Well, five. What? Yeah, but two of them that I just said that I thought were good. Didn't Hang on, who do... Oh yeah, Christian. Yeah, Christian McCaffrey's weird. I'm just trying to find his stats now. But yeah, just correct like that because that's, that's a bullet that I was going to die. Let's see what happened. Right. Okay, so he got injured right in two games. So he was down at thirty percent. Uh, then he had a forty-nine percent, and then a fifty-nine percent. Oh, that yeah, that makes. So sense. they're coming back from injuries, right? So he's yeah. down, he's down at thirty-fifth in the rankings wow. of snap percentage. So there you go. Anyways. I got one guess, so hurry up and get two wrong, so okay. I steal. Joe Mixon. Yeah, that's my guess. <laughs> Joe Mixon is not in the top five. <laughs> You're <laughs> <kidding me. laughs> Joe Mixon is 66%. Oh, uh, he had a 28% game against Green Bay, so that's going to put him down well and truly. <laughs> this list is pretend. Joe, yeah. Mixon, Joe Mixon is averaging currently, in the last five weeks, here are his snap percentages, 72, 72, 66, 60, and 58. Wow. So there you go. He's very productive on limited snap, or minimal, not minimal, but uh, shared workload, we'll call it. Mind you, in his 72% game, he had 30, 30, 30 carries, so woofed. All right. All right, well... We might have to do two rounds here. I didn't think this was going to be as hard. What's Peter? No, I'm out. Are you out? Yeah, he had Christian McCaffrey, he had Jonathan Taylor, and he had Joe Mixon. Oh, well, uh, Alvin Kamara. Alvin Kamara is a number three at 78%. (laughs) You get to steal. (laughs) Congratulations, viewers. Uh, That's one point to you, one point to Poyter, no points to Seamus. Oh, great. uh, That means your last one is a tiebreaker. 
Yes, and I need to somehow score two points. Uh, David Montgomery, number two, it's 78%, same as Alvin Kamara. Um, just uh, don't know why he's number two. Uh, Derek Henry, you all forgot about Derek oh, Henry, it's yeah. 71%. Yeah. And DeAndre Swift at 69%. Wow. I would have thought he'd be Jonathan Taylor, sixth, 67. Zeke, 67. Joe Mixon, 66. Leonard Fournette, 65. Austin Eckler rounding out the top 10 with 63. So happy days. So it's pretty much more about not going down injured during a game this this Correct. Correct. (laughs) But I just, I was fascinated to see how high uh, Swift was, for sure. Uh, Yeah. And, yeah, anyways. And how low Jonathan Taylor was, considering he's absolutely dominating off 67% of the average snap. So anyways, next one. Top two answers on the board. Top two. Only two. And I think it's going to be a little bit tougher than that last one, which was already hard enough. Most fumbles lost at the running back position. Career or this year? This year. This is a tough Go. one. Um, there's, I only did this one because there's one that I was like, oh, yeah, he has lost a lot of fumbles <laughs> at the running back position. Jeez. If you're listening Probably. at home... Someone that you've got. Look at my screen now and you can see the answers. No, I don't have either of these players. Okay. No. So there's, that narrows it down a little bit. Point. Uh, far out. Go, Peter. Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb is incorrect. Uh, I thought that was an all right guess. I thought he's had a um, considerable amount and I'm like, there's not someone that's had a ton. Nick is Chubb. David Montgomery. Nick Chubb has had one fumble lost. Oh, Jesus. Oh. Oh, David like Montgomery. Uh, he's not on the list either. Uh, he is not even on my page, so he hasn't lost oh. a fumble. Wow. So good for him. Uh, okay, it's I'll definitely give you a... not Saquon Barkley. I know that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you... Uh, maybe I'll give you some clues. What do you reckon? Yeah. Uh, for you, uh, Mr. Ewers, you're looking at a divisional opponent. Uh, and who is the other one? Uh, both of you, actually, divisional opponents. For these running backs. All right. So is it uh, is it going to be Miles Sanders or is it going to be? This is a Giants and a Broncos fan. For oh, those okay. So home. can I guess um, Zeke? Uh, no, you can, but it, it would be incorrect. No, you can guess oh. guess either. So who has had a lot of fumbles? Might cost you a matchup here or there, especially if you're trying to start this guy. Or what, the, the guy who's had the most fumbles, he's had four fumbles this year. Uh, he's probably cost you a few matchups. And then the guy who's had the next amount, which is three, fancy that, four minus one is three, uh, he would have probably won you a few matchups. Is it Antonio Even, Gibson? Antonio Gibson is number one with four fumbles. Congratulations, yeah. Mr. Ewers. Would you like to pass away? <laughs> I, I will play. <laughs> You're going to play. All right, beautiful. Yeah, I'm going to play. Let's play. going to have to... So running backs with a lot of fumbles. Yeah, uh, Antonio Gibson. I, I think. I oh, I said it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's it. Yeah. He, did yeah he I already guessed already? Antonio Gibson. <laughs> 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 you, you Antonio Gibson has had. A little bit. What? Of Austin. I didn't say anything. You said there was Luke Austin. Don't know what you're talking about. Antonio Gibson. For I heard him on uh, fantasy footballers the other day. Uh, Four fumbles lost, and I think he's had a few where he just didn't lose, and he just—he's uh, got some ball security issues at the moment. Yeah, so look out for him. What would you do with Antonio Gibson? Trade him or trade for him? Or keep him? Uh, I—I I don't just don't think he's ever really going to be what you want him to be. So probably sell. Sell if there's if there's a believer given to them. Um, is it Austin Eckler? 
Did I actually say Austin? <laughs> yeah, there's a Freudian slip. <laughs> a little oh, God damn it. Did uh, I say Austin Gibson? Yeah, you said Austin and then you... you it was real quick. <laughs> well, it's not Austin, actually. I did not hear it if he didn't say it. <laughs> I'm I, I kidding, have. it definitely is. <laughs> I would have gone, I would have gone oh. Josh Jacobs. So, Boy, you just yeah. ruined it. Nah, kids, kids. Gives me the win. Yep, Austin Eckler uh, has had three fumbles. Antonio Gibson has had four. I'm going to have to go back and look at the tape. Listen to my... Maybe you just heard it in your brain. Yeah, maybe I did. Because I was just thinking... I knew the answer after I just... <laughs> did a quick look. I was like, Josh Jacobs hasn't played enough games to have that many fumbles. Yeah, yeah but Austin Eckler's had three fumbles, so a bit of ball security problems there. Um, there was a lot on two, so I could only do the top two. Uh, Melvin Gordon, Carlos Hyde. Carlos Hyde somehow had two fumbles. How ridiculous. Uh, Jonathan Taylor, Clyde Abitzelier, Damien Harris, no, he minds. Play on, play on, play on. So, yeah, boys, look, that's our episode. That's all we wanted to do. Um, Christmas week this week, we've got games on all the time. Still got a game to yep, a couple still of games got two games this week. Yep, DK Metcalf's going to finally off. get back in the, the end zone today, tomorrow, just to when it doesn't matter for me anymore. <laughs> Wouldn't it be funny if you went out and scored 60 points? Would that <laughs> help? Still I lost, I think. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, you're behind by a mile. Yes, 70 points be. behind. <laughs> Yeah, so look, a uh, couple of games to go. Good luck in your finals. Obviously, there's a lot of finals still going, uh, going into their second week. A lot of buyers, so good luck with those. Um, enjoy your Christmas, boys. Yeah, you too. Happy uh, Christmas yeah, movie Christmas. watching, and uh, hope Santa's good to you. And it's been a fun year, and we'll see you back here maybe next week, maybe the week after. See what happens. Yep. All right, boys. Always a pleasure. Take it easy. Yeah, ciao.